we welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. Contentment protects us from worldly lust and keeps our hearts and mind focused on what God has blessed us with versus what we do not have. Amen. Some of y'all hearts beat fast when you get online because you're looking at what people have and you don't have it. There is something wrong with that. There's something wrong when you are in a comparative state and you are trying to live based on how others are living. There's something wrong with that. So every now and then you got to pull yourself off Instagram and stop looking at what everybody has. Just to check yourself. Amen. And make sure that I'm not being motivated by what I'm seeing others have. Oh, yeah. You want to be thankful and grateful for what you have. You can't keep looking at what other people have. That's what they created it for. That's what the Kardashian, that's what reality TV is. It's to make you want what they have and make you hate what you have. Amen. How do you think God feels about that? God has given you just enough so you can stay safe. Get somewhere and sit down. Turn it off. Quit looking at what other people have. You know, we talk about lust, sexual lust all the time, but nobody ever talk about possession lust. Lusting after possessions. Shoes. You could have a shoe demon. (laughs) Hebrews 13 and 5. Let your conversation be without what? And you know, back then they didn't have the internet. They didn't have YouTube and Instagram and Snapchat. So he sums it all up by saying conversation, meaning communication. Okay? Don't let your communication. Uh, He said, let it be without covenant covetousness and be content with the things you have for he said i will never leave you no forsake you so quit looking at things talking about things and letting your communications be about what you want and don't have that's what he's saying okay and because when you do that you mess with your contentment when you mess with your contentment you can't be thankful a discontent person is the opposite of thankful When we are content, we have peace. Peace. Folks always, man, I can't sleep. I stay up all night. You have no peace. You need to find out why. You know, because peace makes you sleep. Amen. Peace. And soul food. That's why folks would eat like that. Folks would eat fat back and back fat. So they could sleep. They weren't going to let the trials and tribulations keep them up. Instead of going and dealing with it. If you deal with it, you'll have peace and you can eat healthy and still sleep. You could go to bed hungry and sleep if you have peace. You know, that's the best way to lose weight. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Look somebody like, oh, well. Guess I'll go store up some more fat because I ain't, I ain't going to bed hungry. That don't feel good. That's uncomfortable. 
<laughs> when I tell people that, because everybody, you know, everybody asks me, how you losing weight? Why you just losing weight? What you doing? I said, I go to bed hungry every night. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> Bless you, brother. Bless you. you keep doing that, brother. You just keep on, man. Oh, you looking good, bro. You looking good. <laughs> no. Hey, man. But, I, you know, sometimes you just got to tell food, I ain't. You just got to talk to it, man. No. <laughs> as good as you make me feel. Food, you be making me feel good when I'm down and lonely. That taco, it just open up and start macking on me. You look good. Don't, don't listen to them. Don't you listen to nothing they said. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> man but you gotta look at that taco and say no shut up <laughs> amen amen but God don't want nothing <laughs> he don't want nothing being your master when something start mastering you it's Satan yeah, so you got to take charge and look, nah, you ain't controlling me, Taco. No, we ain't, we ain't talking no more. No, shut up. Shut up, Taco. Knock the lettuce out of it. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> when we have peace, we can be thankful. Being thankful to God and grateful for his provision keeps us in a position to be what? When you're thankful to God, you're satisfied. When you're discontent, you're ungrateful. Amen. And do you know most people mess up their contentment with pride? Worried about what somebody that's not paying on it has to say. I gotta have this, man. I mean, at my age, I need to have something. But you don't have it. It has you. According to the interest rate and the bill. And then what you going to do when that gets old? You worried about people? Man, they going to talk about you either way. Either way. So you might as well let them talk about you and make a smart decision. Because when they keep compounding that interest rate. And that vehicle gets old. Then you get what they call upside down. That doesn't feel good. Then it starts breaking down, getting old. But the interest rate didn't change. The interest rate don't even look at the car no more. Y'all know that? Like once you get locked in, the interest rate just, it's just, mm-mm. It don't, it don't care what, what the car's doing anymore. It's just going to just, mm. So you got to think and not be motivated by what you think people are thinking. I've learned that you can't control what people are thinking. They're going to be thinking stuff. In it. If they don't like you, they're going to find something to say. You can have the dopest car in the world. Or you go buy a Bugatti. Mm, spend all that money. <laughs> There's, you can't win. If they don't like you, they don't like you. They don't like you with a Bugatti. They don't like you with a Peugeot. What's that called? <laughs> but 
They don't, they ain't gonna like you. They don't, they, they don't care. So you can't care. You got to do what's best for you and your family and make a good decision so you don't get behind the eight ball. Amen. Oh, folk don't like this because they Christmas shop. Black Friday was Friday. <laughs> for you, it was blot out Friday. Amen. You just messed up trying to compete. It's Colossians 3 and 15. And let the peace of God do what? Uh, y'all see, this is, we know this because, you know, if you was church of God in Christ and you had to say the thing at Sunday school, y'all know when you wake up, when, when Sunday school starts, let the peace of God rule your hearts in which I'll see you recall in one body and be thankful. Colossians 3 and 15. Y'all remember that? You have to remember that whole thing. Amen. Thank God for Kojic for teaching us some scriptures. We have some memory verses, but this one is very important, but people miss what this verse is saying. This is the very first part. Let the peace of God do what? rule peace rule the only way peace can rule is if contentment is there because you can't have peace without contentment amen so you got to quit mocking folks competing with folks trying to be like folks wanting what people have making church about what you look like what she looked like what you wish you looked like and what you wish your husband or your wife looked like all of that's discontentment and you can't have peace with that. And when you don't have peace, folks around you aren't happy. Oh, I just preached. They're not happy. Man, nobody ever want to be around me. That's because you ignorant. You have a demon of discontentment. You're never happy. What's that cartoon character? Uh, 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 Winnie the Pooh. Oh my gosh, that's you. Oh. You all right, man? Nobody likes me. I just get out of here then. Tired of cheering you up. Don't you get tired of cheering some folks up? Man, I'm tired of encouraging you. You like being like that. You want to be down to get some attention. Everybody happy, man? What's up, man? What's up? Hey, how you doing, man? Oh. <laughs> Snuffleupagus. <laughs> Dude, are you ever happy? I mean, anything bad ever happened to anybody else in here? Man, why, why when bad stuff happened to you, the whole world got to stop? Can't treat nobody right. Amen. Amen. And people like that, that's a, that's a state of depression, but it's a demon. And the, reason, the way it's a demon is because they don't want to be around nobody to cheer them up. They just want to wallow in what they call self-loathing. No friends. They live on computers and video games. Don't even live in the real world. You live virtually. Amen. Men and women, you just live on social media. You don't even have real friends you can go touch and see. Your world, I see them online all the time. As soon as something posted, they say, I like. Did you even read it? Oh, no. I was just ready. Why you like everything? Why are you always online? Turn on Call of Duty. You die. Man, won't you go join the army? No, can't do that because them real people. 
no friends, and they wonder why you always. Amen, because iron sharpens iron. Real folks will tell you about yourself and make sure you get it together. Amen, so they stay away from real people so that they can just mope around and wallow in depression. Amen, and you know, the, the spirit of the Lord don't even give you that kind of demeanor. And if you save and fill with the Holy Ghost, you, you should be happy sometimes. Something ought to make you happy and glad. You ought to love God's creation. To be around people to balance you out. Even when you crazy, you take your craziness around somebody so they can help you. Man, I'm preaching in here. Let the peace of God do what? Rule. That means it's chief. Let God's peace be chief. When, it, when, the, when you don't have peace, something is wrong. You can't be content. You can't give God thanks. You're always upset. And disappointed. That leads to depression amen there's no drug for depression don't you go to the doctor and let them prescribe you something prescribe they're gonna prescribe you a pill for depression does that even make sense to you oh this is an antidepressant and they never work so you go back they tell you well you got to take ambivify with that what is that? That's, see, that works alongside the antidepressant to make sure that the antidepressant is antidepressing you. <laughs> well, what's the side effect of ambivalent? It's suicidal thoughts. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Well, I can live with those. As long as I'm not depressed. <laughs> and folks, they, they go get prescribed something for depression. Man, work out your problems. The Bible says work out your own soul salvation with fear and trembling. They tell you to take a pill. Work that out. Work those problems out. Those problems, you caused them. How you going to cause problems and then go try to take a drug to help you get through them? You did that. There's no drug going to help you, man. You better go work out those problems. Look at somebody and say, deal with it. Deal with it. It's not going anywhere until you do. No matter what you take. And side effects, man. I mean, aren't you afraid of those? The finer things in this life are always appealing. But we cannot allow them to make the lesser things of this life seem appalling. Does that make sense? The finer things, man, ain't nothing wrong with recognizing something is finer than what you have. You on the freeway and a Lamborghini pass you, that's finer. Amen, but you don't look at it and look at your car and be like, oh, man, I ain't doing something right. What? Maybe they're not doing something right. You don't make what somebody has make what you have look like trash. Especially when you work hard and earned it. Amen. You don't know how they got that. You don't, man, you just don't know. 1 Timothy 6 and 8, and having food and raiment, let us be there with content. With food and clothes, be grateful. With food, how many of you got food and clothes? Raise your hand. Food and, that's why I thank God for this church, because you can wear anything in here within reason. But you can wear anything. You can just be comfortable. You don't have to have the three-piece suit. If you have it, wear it. Step on out with it. It's okay. 
But if you don't have it, <laughs> you like that, did you? You don't, but if you don't have it, it doesn't matter. Ain't nobody looking at you like that. We don't care. We'll compliment you. Brother, you look nice. That looks nice, but that don't change the way we look. Amen. It'll tell you it can be dressed comfortable like this. He see you dressed up. He'll dap you up, man. You look good. And it don't make him want to want to wear it. Oh, because we're just grateful, man, that you have some clothes. Amen. And you going crazy over folks. You don't know how long folks had clothes. And you don't know who's the same size they are in their family. But having food and raiment, let us be where, there with content. But they that will be rich, and this, this is saying desires to be rich. They that desires to be rich fall into temptation and a snare. And in the many, what? Foolish and hurtful lusts, which do what? Drown men in destruction and sin. They that wish to be rich. Nobody in here should desire to be rich. Oh, I just preached in here. You, that, you don't ever desire riches. You can't desire riches without discontentment. Man, I just preached, boy, because some prophet told you you're supposed to be rich. Don't tell me that. I'm not looking for riches. If riches happen, I. <laughs> but I'm not sitting around trying to be rich. Because you're going to sin if you do that. Our society has been programmed to measure success financially and not according to God's report. First Timothy 6 and 5. There are perverse te- disputings of men on TBN. Men of corrupt minds and destitute, no truth in them. They are supposing that gain is godliness. From such, do what? Turn it off. Amen. Folk ask me all the time. I get letters from these folks. Want me to come on this, on the channels. Word Network, every, every. And I'm like, what would I be? Why would I be on the Word Network coming on in between George Bloomer and Jackie McCulloch? I, she come right before me. Now, what is that going to look like? Her voice deeper. She gonna make me sound like a girl. <laughs> Money and finances are good to have, but they shouldn't dictate what? Man, can you have peace without thinking about money? Why does money dictate your peace? You treat people a certain way because of money. Why? God's peace doesn't come with money or finances. It comes with his plan for us. True gratefulness and thanksgiving come from what? Genuine peace. Matthew 11 and 30. For my yoke is what? Easy and my burden is light. Most folks don't even know what that feels like. Man, I need the light burdens and the easy yoke. Why is my yoke not easy and my burden not light? Because you're basing your peace on money. Christ and the disciples walked around without money. I know they didn't have none because when they needed some, Jesus said, go get that fish. There's some in the fish. And he went and got some from the fish. No, he wanted them to understand true peace. Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Come out from under all of that, that mortgage and that car note and get some rest. Uh-oh. Amen. 
Because his yoke is what? Easy. Today, many people perceive the wrong things as blessings and that Thanksgiving is usually centered around material things instead of natural things God has provided. Matthew 6 and 21, for where your treasure is, what? There will your heart be also. I'm I'm in here preaching about being thankful and you on your phone looking at your bank account. Because that's where your heart is. Looking at your work schedule. And how many days you have before Christmas. How many checks you going to get. Yeah. And I'm in here preaching about. See you can't. Because where your heart is. You know folks can't act different from what their heart is. You know a person's heart when you stay around them long enough. You can tell by the conversation. They do mean y'all can. You can only, y'all can only imagine the emails I get right. And I can tell right off from the way the email is reading. Bless you, magnificent man of God, old son of the living God. <laughs> like, dude, why, what's up with the salutation? Why is it so long, man? I ain't reading this. All, the subject line. You use all the characters in the subject for the. Yeah, send two messages. I'm, I, that, that's ridiculous. Oh, chosen one of the tribe of. Dude, what do you want? amen today many people perceive the wrong thing as blessings and that thanksgiving is centered around material things instead of natural things where your treasure is there your heart will be also that's why we got to get our hearts right amen we got to get our hearts right so that we don't fill our hearts up with wants and desires Amen. That's some men want money more than they want a wife. Some women want money more than they want a husband. Trying to prove something to somebody that said that they couldn't have it. And they're going to prove them wrong. You're going to use your life to prove somebody wrong. Then you're going to look up and your life is gone. And you've gained nothing. Boy, I'd hate to look up and I'm 40 something still trying to please folk. And don't have a wife and children to please me. Many churches have made the blessings of God, finances, and fame. They make you think that that's the blessing of God. Oh, recording artists and movie stars. They make you think that their audience is huge because God has blessed them with an audience. Has God ever blessed anyone with an audience? When Jesus had an audience, a big audience, and it got at its biggest, he preached one sermon and they all left. Only 12 of them stayed. And one of those wasn't right. Yeah, but you bragging about God gave you, God gave you something he didn't give his son? God don't give audiences. Amen. He'd give you a word and folks that want to hear it can hear it. But if he's controlling the audience, then won't he just save them all? Leaders flaunt their worldly possessions to their congregations as God blessing them for what they are doing. But in most cases, they are showing the material things because they don't have anything else to show. Uh Uh-oh. Can't show their family. They left their wife. The kid's crazy. Uh Uh-oh. So they got to show you the money. 
to make you think God works in money and not natural things. Oh, I'm preaching in here. First Timothy three and five, four. If a man know not how to rule his own house, how shall he take care of what? So they can't show you the house because then they disqualify. The inside. They got to show you the outside of the house. Oh, because that looks grand. All that square footage. Oh, and now they got what they call those things? Drone shots. Where they can show you all the acreage and horses and cattle and everything. Man, fly the drone in the house. Let us see how your wife is looking at you. (laughs) Put that drone, fly through the door. Let's see them kids in there believing other gospels. This materialistic pattern causes the people to want what they don't have instead of focusing on what really matters. What really matters is what God has freely given us all. What is that? Creation role. That's all that matters is what you were created to do. That's all that matters because that's the only thing that's going to bring you pleasure. What you were created to do. You can't go outside of what you were created to do and find true happiness. Yet most leaders in the church have to shift the focus of blessing on possessions because they are failures in their own homes. First Corinthians 15 and 46. How be it? That was not first, which is spiritual. But that which is natural. And afterward, that which is spiritual. God want to deal with you naturally first. Before you get on this platform and start slaying folks in the spirit, let's deal with the natural part of you first. Can we get your body saved? I was just talking to somebody about mentorship and all these folks. I mean, they get a word. Five minutes later, they start a church. They go get a building by faith. Man, when we was trying to get this building and other buildings, I've talked to realtors and everything. Soon as you say, they say, oh, okay, so you're looking for a building? Yeah, I'm looking for a certain amount of square footage and this kind of parking. Oh, what, what, what you going to have? A church? Oh. That's how they feel. Because they're so used to folks coming with a word from the Lord. God then gave them a vision and they're going to get a building and God going to fill it up because they have a word. That's not how it works, man. Can you deal with the natural first? Let's deal with why nobody likes you first. Don't try to use preaching to make folks like you. Let's deal with why you can't ever pay your bills on time. Before you start trying to pay church bills. And get other folks involved in it. Can we deal with your anger issues? Before you get up here preaching folks personal business over the pulpit. Let's deal with your witchy wife. Let's get you to like her first before you try to force the members to like her. They don't want to deal with that. They prophesied on me, somebody prophesied on me that I would be pastoring the church and it didn't happen for 30 years. Fuck, they don't want want to wait. I didn't listen. I'm like, nah, man, Hush! If it happened, just let it happen. But man, I ain't going to be changing my life looking, looking for that. Oh, but some folks go, oh, let me get me a microphone. That's why I got to get that first. <laughs> you don't even have the word from God yet. You got the mic. Rhinestones and you got Prince microphone. The thumb go through it. <laughs> he don't need 
it no more. Why are you <laughs> why are you setting it up like that and you don't even have you don't even know what God was? Jesus was 30 before he started his ministry. You 20 something. Get somewhere and sit down. Jesus had to wait, you gotta wait. God need a grown man before he puts you in front of the folks. Amen. Ain't no pint-sized prophets like you saw on TV. Little boys up, sitting them in chairs. Ain't God said, and Jesus is real. Leave it to boy. Get your little tail somewhere and sit down and shut up. Nobody want to hear no child. <laughs> that just aggravates me. And you know he going to grow up a pervert. They always do. They always, oh, they always, I know some. Set them in chairs when they was nine years old. Hey, God, they, 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 they. Now they're a bunch of hellions. Boots and an overcoat. They can't take it seriously because they was mimicking folks and folks clapping. Giving them accolades and making them feel good about mimicking something. That's not even real. No nine-year-old finna preach to me. Boy, you better get somewhere. I will whip you. You don't have nothing to say to me. Teenager can't tell me nothing. Elder, they better get the boy you in your 20s. Shut up. My marriage is older than you. Get some boy you boy. Ah, Little dude, I got a word for you, Pastor. Boy, you better. You don't have a word for me. You're too young to have a word for me. You itching to preach like that, then something's wrong with you. You're not itching to preach, you're itching to prove. Folk God called don't want to do it. You're the only non-reluctant preacher. Oh, yeah, I can't wait for my opportunity. It ain't God. It's the Beelzebub. Bad children, bad marriages, broken homes, etc. plagued the homes of the church leaders and erased the true benefits of serving God. So that's the problem. They don't deal with their homes and stuff. They're really erasing the benefit of being in Christ. Being in Christ means peace means your home is in peace. Your marriage is in peace. Your children are in peace. Man, how do you erase that benefit? So now what is it about? Just coming to church and floating around. And then get, leave the building and can't do nothing? That's what church becomes about. What goes on in church? Man, you should have been at church, man. Everybody was knocked out and everybody floated and they fell out again. Gold teeth grew back and glitter was on folks' faces. And I mean, angel wings just came down and jumped on folks' backs out of nowhere. Folks started, man, you should have been in there. You should have been in there. Well, I don't want to be in there, but now why are they all out there acting a fool and wilding out on the internet when they leave? Can't take none of that home. I mean, it don't mean nothing if it's just happening in church. Went home mad at the husband. Mad at the wife. I get left the church arguing. Man, you just flew with angel wings. Why are you arguing? <laughs> Why are you arguing? You should be real happy. I mean, they, but they grow gold. All that, they're just as bitter and angry. And I want to take it home. Can I get something in church that I can apply to my real life? Something that's really going to work for me? I don't need no gold teeth in church. I can go get grills at the corner store. I don't need no gold in here. Can I get some peace? Amen. The testimony is a carnal one that only highlights material things. James 3 and 16. For wherever there is jealousy and selfish what? 
folks trying to blow up, there you're going to find disorder and every kind of what? Evil. Summary. Y'all enjoy this message? Amen. We are human beings and we should be content with what? Being human. You should be content. Unfortunately, many in the church have made the human element of their existence sinful because of the negativity surrounding their lives. So those are the people that make the flesh flesh hatred statements all the time. Oh, this old flesh is just old raggedy flesh. is just, oh, it's old demonic flesh. I can't wait for my glorified body so I can step on out of this old nasty, wretched state I'm in. Man, sound like you need to get some things in order. I mean, I know I'm in flesh, but my life ain't wretched. I kind of like it. I enjoy myself sometimes. I love my wife. I like to see my little boy. What's wrong with you? Oh, this old wretched. I wish I could just rip it off. This old raggedy Joe. This life is trash. But when I see Jesus, amen. (laughs) it's time to end this message it's time to end it it really is time it's time it's it's time let me finish let me finish (laughs) because it's just getting ridiculous (laughs) but that's how they do i mean their existence is just trying and they make you feel bad for having a nice life it's like well i mean i love my husband we have good times oh just wait just wait Trouble lasts always. What? That's not how the song goes. Yes, it is. Quit believing these songs. Because trouble lasts always. But (laughs) But when the pastor chooses ministry over family, with the church's validation and the people that follow him will see the spiritual as more important than the natural. So when the pastor's not preaching family, not pushing family, not showing you a good family, it becomes about the church and the spiritual workings in the building. As a result, our thanksgiving to God becomes superficial and we are not in position to thank him for just being God since we aren't pleased with just being his creation. The more we want and desire, the less thankful we become. We must learn contentment in the things he has given us and find our joy in doing what God created us to do. These things will bring what? Contentment and keep us focused on what he desires instead of what we want. Because what you want is going to change. How many, how many of you, what you want, it changed? The Bible says the grass withered and the flower fadeth. Meaning time is going to change everything. But the word of God, it's not going to change. So we're going to put our faith and our trust in God and put our contentment in him. And be content with what he gives us. Because that's going to stand the test of time. Matthew 6 and 19 says, lay not up for yourselves treasures upon the earth. Where moth and rust doth corrupt and where thieves break through and steal. Don't put your faith and your confidence in material things and physical things and just all of this stuff. He says, but lay up yourselves treasures where? In heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt 
and where thieves do not break through nor steal. Basically saying, do it God's way. Trust God. Trust him. Amen. Trust him. You've been listening to a true church perspective from G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of Adamant Believers Council in Grand Prairie, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas, 76124, or donate online at www.exministries.com. Dot com.